Hello, thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing because you know what? It's time for affordable housing. My name is LaShondra Grace. I am known as the apartment lady and I'm the founder of Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. So let's just talk about where we are right now with our quest for affordable housing. Oh my gosh, um, where, 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 oh gosh, I, I, I'm at loss of words, where, where do I start? Okay, let's start here, COVID-19 uh, situation. So the COVID-19 situation, as you know, it just put a dent in the whole world um, economic situation, right? But we're just going to focus on the United States. Um, if you don't know, um, the United States already had an affordable housing issue. It it's really was a crisis. We already had an affordable housing crisis. So in 2016, it was recorded by the eviction lab that 2.3 million evictions were uh, filed in 2016 in one year. And then 900,000 evictions um, actually took place. So if you, uh, if I want to do numbers very quick, and we're going to say a median family is median family size, uh, three, that's three people. So you're, you're talking about 2.7 million people that were pretty much evicted in, um, 2016. And so those numbers either rise or stayed the same. We don't have the total numbers for 2017 and, um, up into 2020, but I, I know uh, dealing, just dealing with the clients and apartment housing rentals foundation that those numbers had to rise. They definitely didn't lower. Okay. Um, and the disparity of the affordable housing that's available in the United States, I'm sure those numbers didn't, um, didn't uh, decrease. However, this COVID-19 situation added a whole different um, conundrum to what we already had as a crisis in the affordable housing sector. So uh, the CARES Act, there was a CARES Act um, and it was in response to the COVID-19, which was considered a disaster, right? An epidemic or a pandemic. And um, so the CARES Act, in the CARES Act, I'll just talk about the rental portion. In the CARES Act, there were um, there was an eviction, a 120-day eviction moratorium. Um, and it, that moratorium just really said that people didn't have to pay rent. But what people didn't understand is that moratorium only covered 26 to 41 million rental units. Now, 36% of the United States citizens rent, okay? And this happened from 20, 2008, the, the crash in 2008, but that's that's a whole nother story. Let's just focus on this. 36% of the residents in the United States, they actually rent. And there's about 81 plus million rentals um, in the United States, okay, 81 million plus. So the CARES Act only covered half of those rentals, 
right? They only covered half of those rentals. And there are a lot of details about which rentals were covered. So it had to be um, if the landlord had a FHA loan or um, any type of government uh, back uh, loan. Um, and all of HUD's units were covered. So any low income, Section A, things like that, all of that was covered in that moratorium. However, you're talking about 41 plus million units that were not covered in that moratorium. So, so this is what happened, right? So now people aren't paying rent because people are without jobs, okay? Um, the last time I checked, there were over 30 million um, unemployment applications filed. So people weren't without jobs. They weren't paying rent. And the eviction moratorium, all of that false information that was going around for this eviction moratorium told people don't pay rent. So at Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, what we did was because we are, we have an eviction prevention program. I mean, this is what we've been doing for over six years. And so what we did was instead of having, um, asking our clients not to pay rent or our future clients not to pay rent, we asked people um, to pay 40% of their rent. And the reason why we asked them to pay 40% of their rent, let me let me tell you the reason. So the reason why we want people to pay 40% of their rent so that one, the landlords could be getting something because every landlord is not a um, rich. Some of these landlords are um, subsidizing their income, um, and and then they still have to do the maintenance. Okay, the the, the apartment was still being maintenance. Um, they're paying water. They're paying taxes. They're paying insurance. So we wanted our clients to pay forty percent of the rent. So we put up a petition out there and asked the clients to pay forty percent of the rent. And you might be thinking, well, if people aren't working, then how can they pay anything of the rent? Well, I'll just say this. If your rent is $1,000, 40% of $1,000 is $400. So if it's $2,000, 40% of $2,000 is $800 and so on. And, but there was money. Everybody were not, um, was not um, without jobs. Because you have to think about it like this. We did have the essential workers. The essential workers included nurses, first responders, um, delivery people, um, cashiers, people that worked in the grocery stores, people that worked in Walmart, uh, Target, things like that. So there people were working because we needed those essential services, right? And although there were millions of people that filed for unemployment, there were people working. And then in the CARES Act, um, every citizen in the United States was given a $1,200 check. Now I know $1,200 check isn't a, a lot. I mean, especially in California where your rent is for a two bedroom, $2,500. However, if you, but if you're getting a two, most times if you're getting a two bedroom, you probably got a dependent. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that's the case all the time because I, I like space. And so I don't have dependents and I like space. So, I mean, I, I'm saying that's not always the case, but um, most of the time, if you're renting a two bedroom apartment, you probably got a dependent. And so with the CARES Act, um, everyone that had dependents 
um, would get $500 per each appendant up to three people. Okay. So you're thinking, um, if you're a family of five, four children and one adult, then that family got $2,700. Yeah. $2,700. Right. So then you got the 2,700 out of 2,700, you could have paid, um, 40% of your rent, right? And, and then the ones that fell for unemployment and was successful because there were millions of people, um, successful with getting the unemployment, the CARES Act, um, put, um, put into place where, um, the unemployment, you were getting an extra $600 every two weeks, um, or, uh, for your, with your unemployment. So you're getting that extra $600, uh, that was like, $1,200 1200 to $2,400 that you were getting uh, extra for the unemployment. So I had clients getting $4,000 a month unemployment, $3,600 a month unemployment. So I'm saying money was coming in, all right? And it's about you having a place to stay. So we figured our clients could pay that 40% of the rent. So it's that time. I want to take a little break, but I'll be right back. I won't be no more than about two, three minutes. Thank you. I am back. So let's keep this party moving and dive right into this information. Um, now... There's another factor to why we figured they would pay, they should be able to pay the 40% of the rent or why they should pay it. Because now there's it would the eviction moratorium was 120 days, right? So that is four months of not paying rent. And then the landlords, uh, it was written into the law that the landlords had to wait 30 days. Um, to actually file the eviction paper. So after the 120 days, then you had, um, the landlord would give you a 30 day notice and then he would be able to go to court. And so the numbers or the date that the landlord could actually file the eviction added up to, um, August 24th. The date that they can file the eviction adds up to August 24th. So then you got to think about it like this. All right. So that's five months worth of rent that hasn't been paid. But if you would have been paying 40% of your rent, then um, if if your rent is 5000 and you paid 2000 that's only 3000 No, if your rent is $1,000 and that's five months, so... The, the balance of the five months is $5,000 and you paid that $400 every month, that's $2,000. So your balance will only be $3,000. Now, there is um, another act, the HEROES Act, but by the time the HEROES Act get approved, are you kidding me? Um, I read most of the information that that has to do with housing in the HEROES Act and what the HEROES Act is, yeah, in the HEROES Act, it put aside 
billions of dollars uh, for rental assistance, but it's going to give that rental assistance to the states, right? And then when they give it to the states, then the state has to filter it down to the cities. Um, and are you kidding me? By the time that happens, um, and then the cities are going to be the ones to give out the rental assistance. By the time that happens, people will be evicted. Let me tell you about being evicted. Okay, so we're going to stop right there and with the 40% of the rent. I'll tell you about people being evicted. When a person is evicted, they are deemed unrentable. And people think, oh, well, the eviction is not on my credit. It doesn't go on your credit. It goes on your public record. And it don't leave your public record until you get it um, sealed, you have to get that case sealed. And so, what happens is there are two, there are three agencies that sells your public records. Okay, um, and what uh, a system and what they call eviction check. So, when a landlord is um, going to rent an apartment to you, they do an eviction check, which is your public record. They do a credit check and they do a background check. Okay, all three checks. So the public record will will stay on your record until that case is sealed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so once a person get an eviction, where do you think they're gonna go? It's hard to get another apartment. That's why Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation gained so much momentum because what we do is. We help people with previous evictions, judgments, bankruptcies, convictions, bad credit, first time rent. We help them get um, second, what we call second chance rentals. So now we got, oh gosh, now we got about 20 something million people that's um, being threatened with evictions and a lot of landlords, and I won't say most, but I'll say a lot of landlords were doing illegal evictions. I know for a fact that one of my clients um, in Chicago was illegally evicted, locked out. Um, they left. They um, found another apartment. We helped them find another apartment. So they started um, boxing all of their things and the landlord got whiff of that and Change all the locks on the front gate, the outside entry gate, and on the doors, and threw their stuff away, threw all their boxes away. And she also did it to another tenant, tenant in that same building that was not our client. So what we did was we like okay, we called three one one in Chicago. It's three one one. We I uh, my client and myself we called three one one. Three one one said. Um, call the police. And then we called the police. The police offered to kick the door in, break the locks or whatever. Um, not, no, the police said break the locks. That's what they said. The police said, uh, break the locks because it's an illegal eviction. But by that time, the landlord had already thrown their boxes in the garbage. Okay. This was, this is happening. Um, all over the United States and every state landlords were illegally evicting people. So what do you think is going to happen when evictions are open? Now keep, I want you guys to kind of follow along. I know it's a lot, but you got to understand 81 plus million rentals, only 41 plus million rentals were covered in the CARES Act. 
only so that's 40 41 plus or 40 plus million rentals that were not covered in the cares act so um those um rentals are can get uh do the evictions anytime and people don't know that but a lot of um a lot of uh, lawyers know that. And I heard in one state that there were already 9,000 evictions um, filed in one state. Okay. I won't uh, name the state yet, but in one state, there were already 9,000 evictions filed, filed. So now you're talking about mm, millions and millions and millions of people. That that um oh that can um lose their house right so um I'm I'm gonna kind of stop it at here because it, it is the numbers are mind blowing and if you have to rewind and listen to this again just to get the numbers you need to get the numbers so what we're doing with apartment housing rentals foundation and i know um i want you to look us up on facebook look us up on instagram and look us up on linkedin we have an evict um a petition going around and that petition um is saying that the landlord should take 40 percent of the rent and the tenant should pay 40 percent of the rent and that's our way of trying to get to the negotiation table. So I want you guys to share, 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 share this petition. We really need to gain momentum with this petition because time is winding down. Time is winding down. Um, August 24th is coming. Um, and... Time is winding down, you guys. This is some real stuff. Um, in my petition that um, I created back in April, I said, let's stop the bleeding. Let's stop the bleeding. They were going to be bleeding in the streets. So it, it was um, kind of ironic that Toward the end, um, and the COVID-19 hasn't ended, by the way, but they're trying to open up the economy. And that's another story, too. We're not, I'll tell you about the <laughs> opening up the economy. However, um, while they were um, opening up the economy, um, then the George Floyd situation happened where he was, murdered by a police officer on video and um executed honestly and um then the riots and then the businesses that were not all were not open were um whew, burnt down looted every, you know the whole nine yards right and, and so that put another strain on our economy. But the third strain that's going to be on our economy is these evictions. And we can stop the bleeding. We can stop the bleeding. So I, I really want you guys to listen to the number. Um, listen to the reason why I said you should uh, pay that 40% of the rent. And let's try to get this. Let's try to get this petition um, 
filled out so that I can take this to Congress. Okay, so I can take this to Congress and try to do some negotiation um, on behalf of the landlords and the tenants. But I cannot take it. I cannot go to Congress without um, any negotiating power. And this petition gives me power. So I'm going to go and I'm going to leave it at that. But you guys, uh, thank you for still watching and and being patient, I am, I'm, I'm ready to share as much information with you guys as possible. Um, I just want to thank you. Follow me on Facebook, LaShondra Graves. Um, follow me on Instagram, The Apartment Lady. Follow me on Twitter, um, The Apartment Lady or LaShondra Graves. Um, and then follow our page on LinkedIn. Uh, apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. Follow our page on Twitter, Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. Follow our page on um, Instagram, Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. Follow our page on Facebook, Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. And I also, and go to the website, sign up for the newsletter because we are um, putting out a monthly newsletter just to let you know what's going on. So, this is serious, you guys. It's time for affordable housing. Um, until next time, thank you guys for listening. This is the apartment lady, LaShondra Graves, and I'm out.